What's up, guys? This is Rich Tabishan, host of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. What is up, guys? This is Rich Tabishan here. I want to thank you for joining me today on this episode of The Rich Life. We are going to continue with the energy experiment segment and um, housekeeping real quick. So um, congratulations to those of you who completed the previous experiment last week. Um, If you didn't, that's okay. If you fell off the bandwagon a little bit, that's also okay. So just continue with the same experiment instead of moving on to the next one. Um, And that way you'll have, you know, you'll, you'll be in a better position to really incorporate more positive habits into your life and decrease the poor habits in your life. Um, If you're new to energy experiments and you're new to the rich life, welcome back or welcome actually in general, if you're brand new. Um, Thank you for listening. This is um, this is one of the segments that I do as part of the rich life to help improve your habits and in terms of health um, and overall well-being. So um, also another housekeeping thing, if you um, uh, if you're new to this, Please note that these experiments are meant to help you. They're not, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not a dietitian. If you do have medical issues, please seek medical advice from a professional. Um, I'm primarily here to share with you the energy experiments that I created for myself and wanted to share it with you in the world so that I can, um, because I know it worked for me and I know that it will help improve your life as well. All righty. Another thing, if you... um, if you're new to this again, you know, please make sure that before you start this experiment to listen to the previous episodes, which would be around why I created the energy experiments, the energy experiments essentials, and really to understand, you know, the reasoning and the mindset behind the energy experiments to get you started. So let's jump right into the experiment here. What we're going to be talking about today is really around the unfortunate aspect of the world, which is like actually mostly in the United States. So when it comes to, um, when it comes to, you know, the world that we live in today, unfortunately people are just more sedentary in life. And it's really, it's really a shame because, you know, we're, and I I find that I found this immediately as soon as I left college and went into the workplace. Um, I found myself just sitting most of the day. I mean, right, your typical nine to five, eight to five job in a cubicle, you're primarily sitting for most of the day. And, and if you're not sitting the day, you know, during the day, then you're not as productive, right? So it's kind of like this weird, um, this weird, like tug of war that you're playing. And um, what happens is the more you sit, right? The more you sit, the more work you get done, which you are actually applauded for in some companies, right? In some offices, but also on the other side of the spectrum, the more you sit, the more productive you are, but the more likely you are to become obese, right? This is just the reality of, of life is the more sedentary you are and the less active you are, the, you know, the less calories you're burning, the less fat you're burning, the less, and the less healthier you are because you're sitting all day, it's really a a really unfortunate epidemic. And to me, a sedentary lifestyle is actually plaguing the world, right? People are less connected in a busy world. We use technology to get people, you know, know, to get people out there. And we like, basically we need to use technology to help us and not hurt us. Okay. 
So that's the idea behind, you know, that's the unfortunate part of life right now is that we're living the sedentary lifestyle. So there's actually this study that I was looking up. Um, it's from this library and I was reading it says, I'm just going to quote this here. In recent decades, affluent populations have become increasingly sedentary with many adults spending 70% or more of their waking hours sitting. Parallel with this change, evidence has emerged identifying habitual sedentary behavior, aka prolonged sitting, as a novel risk factor for cardiometabolic disease and all-cause mortality, independent of time spent in exercise. Wow. Wow. Think about, just let that, let that like seep in for a second there, guys. So what I'm, what I'm trying to suggest here is this experiment is meant to get you off your ass, okay? To get you off your butts, to get moving. And I know it's going to be challenging, especially if you're in, like I said, a nine to five job when you're sitting all day and the more you sit, the more productive you are. I mean, we're, we're, technology is allowing us to be connected to everybody nowadays. So, you know, if you're expected to be working and be messaging all the time and be available all the time, you know, it's kind of like a challenge because you want to, you want to be productive at work, but you also don't want to die from sitting all day, right? Like that's just the reality of it. So this experiment is to help you understand that you need to do less sitting or less sedentary and more moving in life. So you need to decrease the number, the time that you're spending sitting and increase the time that you're moving. So come up with ways. Now I'm going to give you a couple of little tactics here, but you need to come up with ways that work for you and work for your lifestyle at the moment. So for example, if you are doing the nine to five, you need to be very clear and communicate to your manager that you think that you're sitting too much and you need to get up more. So whether that's taking 10 minute breaks, you know, every hour, hour and a half, or maybe going for a walk during, you know, for the you know second half of your lunch, if you have an hour lunch, maybe downloading an app to remind you that you need to take a break, right? So I, that's what I use. I use these little, I use little apps to remind me and notify me on my laptop to say like, Hey, it's been an hour and a half. You need to get up for five minutes and walk or do something or stretch, right? You could even use, um, there are all these digital well-being apps nowadays on your phone. If you find yourself sitting too much, um, you know, then there are apps that can remind you to get up and walk or to do something active. Right. So that, those are, those are just some tactics guys that you need to use. So, um, for me personally, I had to communicate to my manager to say like, look, I need to take breaks every cup, you know, every couple of hours. And as long as you're, I think as long as you're clear up front, you know, and you don't have any meetings necessarily that are, that are conflicting with your schedule, um, then you need to, then it's okay. Then you need to communicate that. Once you communicate that and get that across to your manager or to your, you know, your directors, or whoever, then that, I think that would, that would be fine because wellness, you know, the, the, the point is this, like if you're not a healthy employee, then you're not going to be happy and you're not going to be productive for them. So it's kind of like a balance, right? You're, what you're trying to do is tell them like, Hey, if I'm not active or if I'm just sitting all day, you know, yeah, I might be sending a hundred emails, right. Or I might be, you know, getting a lot of work done, but I'm also going to, you know, that's the, that's the short-term benefit to a long-term, um, you know, situation that will long-term hurt me, right. And will hurt the company long-term. So you need to tell your manager or you need to tell your colleagues and say like, look, 
I may have my notifications muted, but it's not because of you. It's because I need to, to focus and I need to, you know, have that time and break for myself so that I can be productive in my life and also be productive at work. Okay. So I know, I know this is going to be hard, especially if you're in an office setting where you're constantly being pinged by people or you're constantly, you know, people come up to your office or come up to your desk and they say like, Hey, Rich, I need you. Or, Hey, Joe, I need you. Or, Hey, Sally, I need you. You know, they, and that's hard. You need to be very clear with people. Like, you know, there's time, there's a time and a place for me to be sedentary. And there's a time and a place for me to take a quick walk so that I can get the blood flowing and enjoy, you know, and get, and, and, and not be so sedentary. Okay. So that's the experiment I want you guys to do. I want you to make a list of triggers. I want you to make a list of, and really take an inventory of your day at work. Okay. If you're working a nine to five, if you're, you know, an entrepreneur and business owner, do the same thing right now. Some there's a, there's one school of thought where it's like, well, you know, work, 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 work. But I think it's, I think it's an 80, 20, right? Make sure that, you know, like try to do an 80, 20, use the 80, 20 rule to your advantage and say 20% of the time I need to take a break, right? 20% of the time I need to be less sedentary so that I'm not sitting all day and I'm not, you know, um, not, you know, feeling like crap because you're going to feel like crap, right? If you just sit all day and you're, and you know, like you might get accolades and awards and rewards for being, you know, really smart at your job or really productive at your job or whatever it is. But if you don't take these little breaks in between the day, in between your, your, let's say your eight hour shift. And if you're an entrepreneur, probably a 12 hour shift, then you're just really, you know, you're, you're sacrificing, you know, the, you're sacrificing your health in an unfortunate way. Okay. So take an inventory, figure out what your triggers are. Know, know that if you're sitting for the entire day, then that's a problem, right? And so try to pare it down. So try to take just one, you know, instead of taking just the lunch, try to take one little 10 minute break throughout the day and maybe in between your morning and your lunch, and then try to add another 10 minute break, maybe in between your lunch and your, and you know, when you leave for the office. Okay. So those are just some examples, but you need to figure out what your schedule looks like. You need to figure out which, you know, parts of the day makes sense for you. And it's not going to be easy because, you know, as you start getting into into a routine, you're going to have colleagues tap into you and try to message you and say, Hey, you know, I need you on this. I need you on that. You know, or you might manager might say, Hey, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. But you need to be very clear that like, you know, you're, you, that you're, that you're active, right? That you need to be less sedentary and you're still active. So one of the other ways to do this, and the, you know, these are some more expensive ways to do it, but I still want to give you some ideas here for tactics. You can get a, um, like a walking treadmill in your home, you know, or maybe a walking treadmill in your office, depending on where you work, if you work from home or if you work in an office. Um, and that way, you know, you're still kind of active and walking around Maybe take a walk, you know, with maybe create a group and be a leader and lead a group of people for like a half, like a 30 minute walk and, you know, on your lunch break with people, um, just start, or maybe just start doing it yourself and then, you know, invite people with you to do it. Maybe go outside, get some fresh air. If it's cold out, do a walk inside the office. It might be weird a little bit, but, you know, get yourself out of your comfort zone to be less sedentary. Okay. These are some little like life hacks when it comes to, you know, your office space. Um, what else can you do? So again, make sure you download apps to remind you to take breaks. Okay. Um, actually, so there's an app that I use. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's on my laptop and it's, it kind of like has a timer. What I actually found was, um, I started, I started using the app 
but I'm gonna be completely honest with you guys. The app worked for like a little while, and then it started to be and, and it started to be like kind of an annoyance. It would just pop up, and I would just close out of it, you know. And so I had to recognize to myself like I'm doing this for my health. So if I'm not listening to the app, and I'm just like kind of pushing it aside then the, that defeats the purpose completely. So you need to follow your, you need to follow the, the habits that you're building. You know, you need to follow the rules and notifications as they come up. And if you're not, then that completely defeats the purpose. And it's like, what's the point? You're just going to be sedentary anyway. So get outside more, figure out, you know, how to incorporate more, um, you know, more healthy activities in your life. Now, if you're, if you're working out, like if you're doing a physical job, this might be different for you. What I'm, what I'm referring to is the folks that are working a nine to five. If you're doing a physical job, you know, that's great because you're, you're actually getting a work. I wish I had more, you know, more of that in my, in my work, but I, unfortunately I sit most of the day or I'm, you know, out and about and such working with clients. But, um, if you are doing a physical job, that's great too. But I would also not rely just on your physical job to get you less sedentary. I would, specifically take a focus on working out building muscle like doing you know because eventually your your body's going to get used to that physical work at, at work right so like if you're roofing if you're doing warehousing if you're doing something you know like that like where you're lifting boxes maybe you, you drive ups and you're lifting boxes your body's going to eventually adjust to that over time so you need to you need to do something outside of that in order to improve your health because you're, you're just going to kind of adapt to that situation year over year if you continue to do that. Does that make sense? So you need to like go to the, what I would suggest is go to a gym or do something outside or go to a trail or do something physical to get you more less sedentary. Um, because, you know, you know, for example, like if you're driving a truck, you're a truck driver for like a big 18 wheeler. Those guys sit all day, sometimes for like an entire day. Right. And, and that really blows my mind because, you know like how, like I sit most of the day, but they sit the entire day. Right. So it's gotta be tough for them to, to be, you know, more physical and, and, you know, they, cause they get paid, they're basically incentivized to, to, to move from A to Z. Right. And so it's similar, you know, when in an office job where you're, you're incentivized to get more work done for the period of time that you're working and the more productive you are, you know, the more incentivized you are to, you know, so it's kind of like a weird thing. Like I don't want to sit all day you know, like basically my, my life is like, okay, I can sit all day and be more productive or I can take breaks in between and be just as productive in the long term rather than the short term and gain and gain weight and not be as happy and healthy. So if you, if you spin it like that to your manager, to your company, to your boss, then I think you'll be, you'll be in a better situation. If your if your company, your manager, your boss doesn't understand that, then I would consider moving somewhere that does moving to a company that does or building your own brand or building your own company and then drive that value into them as well. So it's really about ensuring that you have that value in place. And if you know, and if, as you know, as part of the rich life, health is one of those values, right? One of the core values. So why live a life where you're not improving your health, right? Why live a life where your health is horrible? You can have all the money in the world, but if you don't have your health, then what's the point? And vice versa. You can have your absolute health, but if you don't have any finances to help, then what's the point, right? It's, it's kind of like a weird, uh, uh, not a weird balance, but a challenging balance in life. Okay. So here's what I would encourage with this experiment for this week. Make sure you're tracking each day, um, each day for this week. Okay. And, um, so 
what I wanted you to do is in, encourage you to be less sedentary and move more. All right. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I got, I think I got like one more. Yeah, there should be one more experiment for the, to wrap this session up, to wrap this segment up rather. And then um, I'll continue with the rich life on different episodes, but let me know what you guys think, because I hope, um, I hope you're enjoying these experiments and I want to get some feedback from you guys and let me know how they're going. Make sure to, you know, make sure to message me on Instagram. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know, you know, um, if it's working for you, if it's not working for you, because this is, this is, I'm hoping to help, you know, a lot of people in this, in this world that are affected by these things in life. So we want, I want you to increase your energy levels and, and enjoy your life and improve your life. Okay. So with that, guys, I want to thank you for joining me. Have an awesome week. Thank you for joining me on this episode of The Rich Life, the key to living your best life. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and I answer all my direct messages on Instagram at Rich and at Beach Property Guy. Take care.